Welcome back to Decked Out, the uh, first and only Decker fan cast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Richard. And we're here fresh off the... Uh, it's settled now, season one. Season one officially, it seems. This is straight from Tim himself, so there's no confusion. And, and according to him, his own words were, if you don't understand this, you're an idiot. It's Decker Classified Season 1. Decker Port McCall Hawaii Operation Safety Island is Season 2. And Decker Unclassified is Season 3 or Season 1. It's that simple. That's That seems straightforward to me. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, actually, uh, there was a bit of a loss in the entertainment world this week, since mm. or since we recorded our last episodes anyway, and I'm sure everybody listened to this heard about it, very sad. Mm, tragic. Uh, the great Gypsy Joe. American entertainment icon, Gypsy Joe. And he left a, a good array of work behind, at least. Uh, mm, is a lot of it available on YouTube as well, some of his, his greatest moments. And, yeah, so... We we ran into some problems with seeing Decker unclassified. We're not the only ones. From what I've seen on Twitter, a few people had trouble. We went assuming that there would be a screening in Cineworld, our local our local movie theater. But no, sadly, it wasn't to be, was it? No, and we weren't the only ones. We were there, we there was two two other Decker heads were there, and yeah, no screening. We we were there what seven in the morning maybe. I think well, we got there at quarter to. S- Quarter to seven, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were disappointed. We thought we were, I, I thought, better of Cineworld. I, I'll be handing in my card. Initially, but, I thought there might have been a midnight screening that we'd missed, but apparently there was none. I thought that was a possibility, but then that would have been unfair to the true Americans. We'd be getting it before them. It wouldn't seem fair to those lucky enough to be born in America. That's true, but I think the way things have changed in the world now, the... The shift of power means that sometimes we get films a week or two before. And I think that's fair when it's stuff like, you know, not so much... Stuff that aren't as patriotic, like the Avenger movies or the Captain America movies. Mm. But whereas Decker being a true American, I think the the people of the US should get that first. I'd agree. Um, I thought the least we could ask would be to get it the same time or even, you know, within a few hours. But or to at least get a screening. But we didn't even get it on iTunes. That's where we really ran into problems. We had no. We we tried to get it up on iTunes. No luck. Just like we couldn't get this podcast on iTunes about Decker, then we couldn't get. It's typical Apple, really. really. Yeah. Issues. Well, we we got on. Well, one of the guys was able to get it for us. He uh, by, I'm not sure what it means. I, I guess he was a, a master of code himself. But we got to see it in the end, and that's what was important. We got to watch it on the steps of Cineworld. wasn't quite in, in the cinema, but... On an Android tablet, so Google, thank you. Yes. And instantly, we were just blown away, I think. Uh, the four of us, we watched it on the steps of Cineworld. Even on that I... little seven-inch screen, just the quality just exploded forth. It was amazing. And there was no hiding the quality. Like You could have mm. watched that on a, on a, dare I say, a, no, not an Apple, a smartwatch. And and the quality wouldn't have been lost on you. It was just, it was incredible. Like we've, sh- we've talked at, at length about the quality of the previous seasons and how it's improved. and Somehow they have actually exceeded Incre- what they've improved. Even, even the, the first bar of music is already improved upon the score from the last season. Hmm. Do you think that's a reflection of Tim's music career taking off? Uh, possibly, but I think just... I think him being back in control of Decker probably just he, he's more passionate. Like, because like we said, is 
he's such a talent, talented man. We didn't think we we kind of we we obviously expected great things from this season, but we didn't expect the quality to improve. No, we really didn't. We Everything's didn't. improved as well. Like it's not just the the production standards. Tim's performance, I've noticed. Like they've they're shooting a lot more of it in close up now, and Tim's Tim's expressions, his facial expressions, are just out of this world performance wise. Like I think we're gonna have to see Oscar in in the future of the new series of Decker. Do you think that's a a decision by him as an actor? I think very possibly. I, I think Tim knows that the production standards have increased a, a little bit. There's clearly more money for the show, and the way they're shooting it now, as I said, like a lot of a lot of big close-ups for him. Tim's a kind of guy who can raise his game, raise his performance when they come for that big close-up. And as, what about as the storyteller? Tim has, has definitely kicked it up a notch here because we open. Like we we weren't sure what was happening at the opening. Like straight away, you're seeing twenty seventy six. We were theorizing in the previous episode what when you know what could happen in the time travel episodes. I never thought it would open as the future as a present as present day. Hmm. Really, yeah, really clever use of timelines. I think it's it's going to be amazing to see where this develops now. Yeah, it really drew you into sort of like a very clever idea to sort of show. Decker's last moments, and then like how have, have you reflecting on his, his great escapades for the rest mm. of the season? It's great because a lot, of, a lot of the time I don't like you know I don't like tension in films. I don't like you know feeling like I don't know what's going to happen. So I like now. I think it's very clever and postmodern of Tim to sort of let us know that everything works out for for Jack Decker anyway. So and we don't for, need for the American people. Yeah, so we don't need to worry while watching the rest of the episodes about the future really. I was a little disappointed to see that there's another President Davidson. Yeah, he seems a little better than his father though, does he? He does. At least we we see in the scene where Decker wants a last cigarette that is Davidson senior had outlawed smoking for America, which seems like a really regressive kind of attitude to yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. It seems like again and the film the it, it gives the warning that or not warning but it lets you know at the start that it's a, a work of fiction but based on possible events. Hmm. Event, oh, clearly. Events within the realm of possibility, I think is what it says. I think Tim pushing into sci fi in this way, really like looking to the future and I think in twenty seventy six like we might be experiencing exactly what is in that, that episode. Oh, I, I th- think it's quite possible. I mm. think like all the great sci-fi writers that came before him, he, I haven't read them, like books are for nerds, but y- you hear about all these people that have, have predicted things and I think Tim might be up there with Philip K. Dick and all those other nerds. Now, I saw some stuff online. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on this, that okay. uh, by, you know, cutting straight to the future in it and introducing sci-fi elements and potentially time travel that Tim has done what Greg done in season 3 you know by by crossing into the sci-fi realm that it's not different than bringing in the, the universal monsters and crossing over with horror I think Decker as a genre has always been it's espionage and spies which are kind of complementary with science fiction I think look at any of the Bond films often science fiction elements come into all of his gadgets and settings and scenarios so it seems like a natural progression to me yeah that's what I like even though I, I'm a bit more defensive with uh, Decker v Dracula or DVD I, yeah I don't agree with those those statements because it's 
the use of science in fiction. Yeah. It's fine. And it's set in the future. It's going to be different. Science yeah. changes things. It's it's normal. And Bond, you know, Bond's been the same age for 40 years. There's obviously, he's obviously, I haven't seen every Bond film, but I'm pretty sure he's been time traveling or time hopping. Something like that, you know, Brits. You know. Yeah. He's been Very interesting writers. He's been to space. Hmm? Several he's times. He's been to giant ice planets, I think. It was the highest rated uh, premiere on Adult Swim. The, the, the cartoon channel. Maybe now they'll go in another direction. Maybe we can see more of Decker. Hmm. And from what we gathered, adults weren't exactly supporting this show. It doesn't seem so, but I think Tim might have proved them wrong. I think Tim might have proved everyone wrong. Hmm. And the ratings bear that out. So yeah, yeah. I think hopefully they'll give it even more support and they can push on and become something even bigger than, than we expected. On cinema, I've got some on cinema news. Oh, really? Yeah, it was almost... Well, not cancelled, but it was almost put on a, a year-long hiatus. Yeah. Um, because Tim, or, or Dakar, are going to tour. That's interesting. I was unaware of that. Is this a worldwide tour or a limited well, American tour? Apparently, well, according to Greg, Tim Schickhander, so that was his exact words on their on Cinema Town Hall call-in show they done. Hmm. But uh, Tim and sister still touring, and, but it's only Milan uh, instead of a world tour. But Greg will be hosting on cinema while he's away. On cinema solo, or is he bringing a guest host? Well, probably. I assume he'll have his own guests, but it will be it'll be Greg's version of on cinema, and he'll be hosting it from the Victorville Ar- archives. Hmm. I'm not sure how much I look forward to that. I think without Tim's incisive hosting, it's not really going to be the same show, is it? I can't imagine, but I mean, I think. You know, it's you can't have it all. If if the car going to tour, on one hand, that's great, but you know, you miss on cinema, that's bad. But you know, if if Greg takes over while the, while Tim's away, I I think that's a I don't know, it's a it's better than nothing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's going to come back around the time Decker Decker Unclassified finishes. Um, I I liked when they were kind of complimentary and around the same week. That yeah, was yeah. that was a nice a nice spell there. I'm, uh, yeah, it's nice to get that insight to the production. Yeah. I would hope they're doing something like the shark still working. Like, I, I'd hope there's going to be a big documentary about the making of Decker Unclassified with maybe a substitute for the sort of in-depth look we got through on, on cinema. I usually avoid Adult Swim's content, but I believe that they've had some behind-the-scenes oh, videos really? on their website, but I, I refuse to watch things on their no, website no, just no, in no. case I give them some sort of ad revenue. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't like to have the Adventure Time show up as a related video. Oh my god, no. Um, I, w- I wouldn't want somebody to be using my computer to see that and then worry that I had become a drug addict. Or a pedophile. I prefer Powerpuff Girls, for God's sake, anything but Adventure Time, really. Childish nonsense. I believe Michael Jackson was a big fan. I think it's a very positive thing for Adult Swim that you're starting to move towards serious drama. It's quite interesting why why Adult Swim? It's such an odd choice. Like it seems like Tim could have just been an independent filmmaker and kickstart fund everything. Why go with Adult Swim? Like it's, I suppose he wasn't going to go the traditional Hollywood route. Like we can see the like the action scenes and the violence in the new episode of Decker. It's, it's not the kind of thing you'd expect from those Hollywood pussies these days. There's more an 80s style to it I think. And it's good for them to get an auteur like him on board. I think it's a very, very positive thing to kind of support the, the arts, really, rather than just traditional nonsense. 
know, we see all, all other old favourites back, of course. We see Joe Estevez back where he belongs on TV playing the president. Yeah, it's good to see him back. Like he's always been at home on TV. That you know, he's been in so many Oscar-winning films as well. But yeah, yeah. I think he's a, a very, very strong TV actor. Oh, absolutely! And it's been so long since the West Wing. It's just nice to see to see. Like you know, we we've seen him for the last two years on Decker, but a lot of people that you know might not be as tech savvy, especially like you know, older older people. My, my mother, maybe you know, who would have seen him in the West Wing. Like she'll now see him in. Uh, you know, she might be flicking through the channel, see him as President Davidson, think that the West Wing is back, but, you know, get stuck into Decker, something arguably far, far better instead. Yeah, it's not not dissimilar to the West Wing, but with more of an action yeah, yeah. slant to it. Like, it's obviously highly political. I think it deals with um, political issues in a far more subtle way than the West Wing ever did. But then with the action aspect as well, like, I think it's just a better film all around. Yeah, yeah. Absol- well, you know what? It deals with the political aspects that the West Wing would be too afraid to deal with. I think so. Like the West Wing never took on like terrorism in such a direct manner. Like it's been a few years since the West Wing was on. I think he's at slightly advanced age now. He feels more like a more like a president than ever. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can see someone like his son Emilio Estevez could potentially be in it. That would be that'd be great to see him. Yeah, and he's again he he's another actor who belongs on TV, but we haven't seen him in quite some time. I believe he's a director himself. Right, I've 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 heard mention of it. I, I'm not aware of his films. I think they may be more of an an artistic slant, which isn't really my scene. No. Independent cinema kind of thing. I'm, I'm, who cares about that? But I imagine that's just because he probably never got the call that his father did hmm. for for a bigger production. I'm sure. You know, a lot of these a lot of these art house indie filmmakers. It's just because that's you know that's the position they found themselves in life and. They're not happy with it, but so they try and like they try and put a spin on it that they're art house filmmakers, but they're just know, unsuccessful. They're just unsuccessful. You know that if uh, if uh, Jerry Bruckheimer came to them and handed them a hundred million dollars to make a Transformers film, they'd jump at the opportunity. I think the rest of the casting is very good as well. It's great to see uh, Sally Kellerman playing uh, Davidson Junior's wife. Um, of course, she's well known for being the star of Meatballs Three, but she seems to be playing a very nefarious evil character I'm I'm really interested to see where she goes with this because I think she's going to give a really strong performance in this we haven't seen speaking of just the, the cast in the season we haven't seen the great James Dean or his son yet this season but I expect after like, they've proved that it is actually James Dean that he'll have an appearance of some sort because his performance one of the few things I came out of Decker v's Dracula positive about was James Dean's performance yeah, well, I I think everybody could agree on that. I think he's proven he still has it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'd be a fool to to think otherwise. Really, we talked about how maybe you know De- Decker could travel back in time and maybe they'll have James Dean Junior play the young James Dean, and then in the future, the actual James Dean. That could be cool. Yeah, that would be interesting. I think what we're doing. Do you think? Because you find a lot now, especially with big TV shows like Game of Thrones and Decker Unclassified where they will have, you know, different directors will work. You know, a director might do, they'll do it in blocks of episodes where one director will do two, another director will come in and do two. Do you think that might be the case with this, with Unclassified? We might see some big names come in and guest direct? It's very possible. Like, I think Tim is such an auteur that he might insist on in being heavily involved. Like, I don't know if he can work with a, a major name director. 
No, no. Like, I think it might just be professional, competent directors that they bring in, and Tim kind of guides the process. It's not unlike um, several Sylvester Stallone films of the 80s, like Cobra yeah. and Rambo 2, where he pretty much shadow-directed them. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point, yeah. It might be hard for him, something that's so personal, especially coming off DVD, where, you know, the last time he gave control over, mm. they, they, they kind of ruined it, so it might be hard to do that. Although Greg was never a professional director, you couldn't compare him to someone like George Kosmopoulos. Or Tim Story. Or... Mm. But did you notice, actually, in the uh, credits, the, the written by credit was Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington. It wasn't an additional material no, credit? No, it was just written by this time. That's surprising. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now, it could be, it could be a, a union thing that he just has to credit Greg, maybe, because... Given that it's broadcast on a, a well, a, a television channel of sorts. I guess we, yeah, for lack of a better word. A cartoon channel, again, like, I'm not sure. The word television included in that is even misleading. Mm. It's a cartoon channel. Yeah, it seems likely it's something to do with a union. Tim doesn't strike me as a union type. He's more of a kind of a classic independent auteur, like um, the Nick Cassavetes of this world. Oh, we never mentioned, of course, Abdul was back. Because in the trailer, you never actually saw Abdul. You only saw the other terrorists. But mm. we got to see Abdul. That's good, one. He was a fine nemesis and seems to be continuing. He's still there. And what do you think of that moment? He, uh, oh, it's just great to just show the resilience of Jack Decker where he goes into the cockpit and you only have one bullet. And there's a, a brilliant, magnificent line that you know that Tim definitely wrote it, not Greg. I'll have to kill two birds with one stone mm, that's a fine action moment yeah and he shoots that that's up there with some of the best some of the best Arnie lines from like Commando and Easily. Rambo mm. and again his facial expressions during that scene he just has a certain way of uh, almost contracting his face after delivering information it's almost like a, a full stop on the you know just this superbness of yeah, the line yeah that's interesting yeah I never thought of it that way but yeah he he, he kind of is a he, he does a full stop as a facial expression yeah that's mm. really interesting it's a really good method and you don't see other dac- actors do that I think it's something we'll likely see in, in the coming years Tim's performance is going to inspire a generation of actors that's there's no doubt about that absolutely absolutely I think he like you know he could even author a book mm? when, when he when he's got some free time maybe if he ever does Hopefully not. Hopefully he doesn't get. Hopefully he's busy enough that he. Yeah, making real, you know, real entertainment, not books. People, you know, he could do an audio book or something. He wouldn't. I'd listen to him. Yeah, he wouldn't have to write a book. I don't particularly want to see uh, anybody act that might actually read a book. No, no, they're just not the kind of people who would be engaging on a screen. But yeah, it's it's it was an incredible episode. Um, this this episode of the podcast, I mean, but of course, Decker Unclassified was incredible too. And it looks like we're in for we're in for some more of it. Yeah, it, there's an exciting future for the show, and that just happens to be in the past. We get to see the genesis of Decker, really. Yeah, that, I like that line. There's an exciting future for the show that just so happens to be in the past. They could make that a tagline. Mm. But yeah, that's it from us until next week. Um, anything, anything to finish up with? I guess follow us on Twitter and Facebook and my social s- media. I think we need an Instagram. That's one thing we don't have. Um. Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm not sure what pictures I would take. What we'd take to put on the Instagram. We'll find something. Yeah, I guess. 
Just repost other people's work. That's what most people do anyway. It's, there's mm. nothing original on there. Yeah, I set up a Tumblr, but then I deleted it. I had a look at the type of people who were on Tumblr, and I didn't really want us to be associated with that. Uh, again, I actually saw a couple of Adventure Time photos. I saw some presentation of Tim Cook with a new iPhone. and That's what I expected from yeah, there, really. Yeah. But yeah, so Twitter is probably the best place to get us. And Another horrible social media platform, but still a seemingly necessary one. Um, yeah, so that's it. So, God willing, we'll be back next week. Certainly. Good night.